Hey, everyone. You're listening to the 107 Podcast, where we get together every fortnight and sometimes more often to talk about technology, business, and the humans in it. I'm your host, Ivan Stegic. In this episode of the podcast, we're following up on the Twin Cities Open Source CMS Unconference that happened on Saturday, October 13. And I'm happy to welcome back the organizers, Tim Erickson and Wilbur Ince. Hello. Hello. Glad to be back. Hey, it's good to be back, Yvonne. Thanks for having us back for another round. You bet. Uh, I wanted to start out by saying thank you to you both. Thank you for organizing the event. Thank you for giving of yourselves freely to the greater community. Thank you for putting the time and work into creating an event that brings us slightly larger cross-section of open source in the Twin Cities together. Glad to do it. Scratching our own itch. It's something we really wanted to do. Yeah, I would reiterate that too. It's, it's a labor of love to do something like this because uh, we had a great time. It was really, uh, really nice to get together with a bunch of people. Yeah, it kind of looked like you guys were having a great time. Even though I was only able to attend the latter part of the day, it looked like you were having fun. It looked like the participants were having fun. It also looked like everyone was well caffeinated. That's important. We had plenty of caffeine and uh, just had a good time. People were, were, were highly engaged and we were having great discussions. That was good to see. So go ahead, Wilbur. Yeah, if, you ever, if you've ever uh, tried to organize these things, there's uh, kind of the initial ramp up where you're getting everything together and working on it. And then uh, I, I'm sure Tim will <laughs> accept this too, the sort of the panic where it's like, oh, is everything ready? And we have to do this and that and put everything together. And then uh, really at some point right before the conference, you realize, oh, what? What is going to happen here? Is anybody going to show up? Is this going to be interesting or not? And uh, as soon as the thing got started, it was obvious that we were really it was it was a good thing. There was it was really a lot of fun to be there and participate every minute. So you had planned to start at around nine a.m. Um, and Wilbur, you just described some of the jitters I'm sure you had the night before, Tim. Could you tell us how you decided you had a quorum and what was the first thing you did as a group? We decided before we would get going, we would, we would wait, give it people at least 15 minutes. Um, we had a, a relatively small group. Uh, this time we had about 15 people over the course of the day and um, we wanted to get, we had had more people register, uh, but we wanted to give people time to show up. The first thing we did was uh, just sort of welcomed everybody and, and began to describe a little bit about what our plans were for the day and, and, and what this on conference was because we had a number of people who showed up and really weren't quite sure what this event was going to be. And so we wanted to sort of quickly answer their questions and then we and then we did some introductions. Yeah, you know, the, the start of the day, Tim and I kind of had to scramble a little because we thought we'd have a little, a few more people there and it got to be a smaller group. And I mean, literally at the last minute, we decided, hey, let's let's just do some short introductions. Let's kind of break the ice. And uh, it was a small enough group that I think 
people really wanted to have those introductions. We, we were going to hold off on those if it was a bigger group because it just takes a lot of time and you'd rather have that sort of process happen uh, organically with a larger group. But with a smaller group, we, we, we kind of backpedaled a little bit and changed our agenda a little bit. And then after our introduction, we started with a question just kind of to try to get people in the right frame of mind to, to start thinking about uh, what they wanted to do for the day. So that was a, an exercise where we split and did two parts and we had two people that posed questions. And I was one of them. I, I asked uh, about open source software and, and how we incorporate it in what we do. And uh, then the two groups uh, spend about 10 or 15 minutes on each side and flip back and forth and and talk about that. And and then after the first group is done, you kind of brief the other group about what they talked about and, and keep going from there. So it's a nice icebreaker. I think broadly you guys talked about like how to get more people involved in open source communities. And the other question was, is a CMS always the right answer? And right off the bat, we, we had two very interesting topics and people just dove right into having very robust discussions. And then did you guys kind of adjourn together as a main group again and separate into new tracks after that? Or kind of what was the next thing? Yeah, in fact, we, we did come back together because we had yet to make our schedule. Part of, the, part of the unconference model, right, is that anybody can dominate a session for the day. And we decided to do this first round of uh, discussions to get pe- people warmed up, uh, get them engaged, and give them a chance to think a little bit about what, you know, what the right topics would be for that day. So after we finished that, that first round of slightly structured discussions, um, we, we came back together, uh, talked a little bit about, you know, very quickly about what, what had happened, and then uh, asked people to nominate the things that they wanted to talk about that day. And we sort of tried to fill up our schedule for at least the first half of the day. I think we had the first three, the first three rounds uh, scheduled, uh, and then we broke into our, our official unconference. It felt like a really cozy number of people uh, when I was there. And I know you didn't get all of the, the people that said they'd be attending compared to the number of registrations that you had. It still felt like a good number, maybe even the right number. You had two separate uh, tracks, if you will. Do you feel like you would like to see the next unconference be bigger or about the same? How do you feel about the size that ended up that you ended up having? You know, when we first got started, we thought, wow, this is a, this is a kind of a small group, but it really turned into a, it actually wasn't. I mean, the two tracks gave us enough people in each group to have really a nice discussion. And, you know, when you, you go back and look at the rules of a non-conference, and the first one is uh, the people who are here are the right people. And, and boy, that was really true of this group. There was there was never really a dead minute in these discussions. I mean, it was like, let's go to the next thing. You know, hey, what about this thing? What about this? It, it really was a lively discussion. So uh, if anything, I would say that we don't have to be afraid of having a conference with a small number of people like this. Even 15, it was really worthwhile for me and uh, we got a lot of feedback from other people that it was really a, a nice session for everybody. 
So I think more would be better. You know, the maybe the top would be about 50 or 60 people, but 15th certainly seemed like a great number to have. Sure. At least one participant vocally said he thought it was just the perfect amount, maybe a little bit more. Another participant said something along those lines that they liked the small intimacy of it and and wouldn't want to see it much bigger. So I think, um, yeah, uh, you know, having a little bit more would be nice, but the uh, 15 was plenty to have some really good discussions. One participant said that he had more robust engagement uh, on Saturday than, than he said at the last three conferences he attended. Well, that's kudos to the unconference organizers, to you guys for making it so interactive and getting people to engage. Congratulations. I think that was, I think it was a successful day when I think back to it. You know, I think with uh, that small a number, it's hard to be anonymous and hide at a conference like that. You know, sometimes when you go to a conference, you can sit in the back and work on a project and only half listen to the discussion. But with this one, you know, it, it was it was like I say, hard to hide. Everybody was right there, and when when people talked about something, they looked around the circle, and if you were distracted on your phone, it was obvious. Yeah, that's that's a nice side effect, I think. I want to reflect a little bit about or on the makeup of the conference attendees. Both of you did a very good and admirable job of reaching across the aisle, so to speak, and trying to get people who are not just Drupal um, involved in, in the event. I know that there was a risk that it might seem like a Drupal-heavy unconference, uh, so to speak. How did that play out? Tim, maybe you have some thoughts on that. Sure. Uh, Wilbur and I talked about it, I think, in terms of planning the event, the one thing we would do differently is to engage some folks, get some people heavily invested in helping us with the outreach in other communities. Um, that's going to work better than having us try to reach out to people that in the communities that we're not so familiar with. I think we, we did have a surge of, of like WordPress folks uh, register at the last minute and then not show up. Uh, I think part of getting them was that we, we, it sort of at, at a late moment gotten somebody prominent in the in the WordPress community that was sort of excited about the event and advocating, but then for personal reasons he couldn't come. And and I think the fact that a lot of them had just heard about it very late um, meant that despite their, their interest, they weren't able to be there. But if we had had those people involved earlier and doing the outreach in their own communities, I think that would have would have helped a lot. Yeah, it was. We had a good mix of people. We had uh, a, a prominent Joomla contributor there. We had some one or two, at least a couple of active WordPress people there. We had a gentleman who primarily uses Concrete 5. So we were able to have really good discussions across platforms, uh, but having a little more diversity would be good. Uh, the other diversity we lacked was we were all men, um, which was unfortunate. Yeah, it was 100% male, and that was uh, not something I like to see. And uh, we'd certainly tried to reach out to... Uh, I was personally inviting a lot of people, and I tried to invite personally a diverse group of people, but didn't didn't work out. No, I and it would be it'd be wonderful if it wasn't a hundred percent men in attendance. I think there is a lot we can all do in all aspects of our communities to make things more inclusive and more inviting. I saw on the 
uh, board at the Young Conference that I don't think we talked about in the last podcast and that I had seen for the first time was Butterfly versus Bumblebee. Can you can you tell me what that is? Is it the description of how you behave in the unconference? What was that? Sure. In addition to the, we have the the rules of an unconference, the law of two feet, and then there are two special sort of roles that are sometimes talked about. Um, and they're the butterfly and the bumble, bumblebee. And the the bumblebee is the idea is that somebody who sort of moves from session to session, uh, doesn't necessarily sit in one place and um, and brings ideas from one group to another. And I think it's hard to be a bumblebee in that small of a, a, a group. If we had had four or five sessions going on simultaneously, um, having some people that sort of walk between them and, and, and bring ideas with is a great role. The butterfly is the person who just kind of hangs out in the meadow or by the coffee machine and has conversations, you know, with whoever else they encounter. I found a saying that said if two, two butterflies meet at the, at the coffee cooler, they might have the best discussion of the day. The idea of, of put, throwing those things out there is to remind people that there are different roles you can play and to be interactive. Do you have a favorite session that you attended, Wilbur? Yeah, I can tell you uh, that later in the day, uh, we got into a session and we talked about uh, dev tools, environments, miscellaneous technology was the name of that session. And it was just kind of a it was kind of a, a round robin session where we just sort of went from thing to thing and people would ask what do you what do you use for this what do you do with with that how do you how do you sync files you know and and we just went from uh actual apps you're using on your phone or your computer to operating systems to development tools to debugging tools um, and of course we had a, a real open source flavor to this thing but it was just really cool to pick everyone's brains and to be picked and uh, for me that was that was the best session you know to kind of find out really what's out there in the real world and what's getting used I heard you guys even talking about furniture. <laughs> stand-up desks. Ergonomics. Ergonomics, stand-up desks. You know, what, what do you need to, to be productive? That's what we talked about. So my favorite session was uh, floss governance. I'm all about the governance and community building and stuff. And um, somebody came in from the WordPress community that was very frustrated with how decisions are being made. Um, I think one of the things that was... For a lot of us in the Drupal community, we got a good chance to hear about um, some of the controversy going around in the WordPress community around the launch of Gutenberg. Um, and there's some stress about that and how the decision was made. And uh, this person was looking to hear about how, how other open source communities are making decisions and you know how the WordPress community might be able to improve that process. And we had a really robust uh, uh, conversation about that, talking about, I got to hear more about how Joomla decisions are made in Joomla, uh, Backdrop, Drupal, um, and I think WordPress were the main ones we talked about. And I, I, I'm very familiar with Drupal and Backdrop, but I had really no idea about uh, WordPress and Joomla. What's the high-level uh, understanding, quick description of the Gutenberg issue that you alluded to? 
Okay, I'll, do you want to do it, Wilbur? Yeah, I'll, I'll take a go at it, and you can correct me, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe not. I, actually, uh, so, so I, I think the controversy is is that the Gutenberg editor is coming in, and uh, the implementation of that uh, feels like it's a little uh, forced, and it's being kind of pushed through as a as the next feature. And uh, there's some questions about accessibility with that, and uh, the community is upset about that. Well, half of the community is upset about that, that uh, they're not getting adequate uh, uh, access to the process and that uh, this is going to be a big mess when this thing comes down. And so uh, I think that's that's kind of the real controversy about this and, and how this is going to get implemented and, and sort of the how, how it plays out nuts and bolts about accessibility. I, th- I think the main, that was a good job, Wilbur, as far as I, I don't understand it well, but uh, the main thing seems to be that it's coming, it's, it's being very much forced on the community and, and, and quicker than some people would like. There's a lot of people that are excited and, and really happy with it, but we were hearing from some folks that, you know, were frustrated with the process. And the processes are different in all these other communities. It sounds like the person who brought that issue up was able to learn from maybe what we do in Drupal and what happens in other uh, communities as well. Yeah, one of the things that surprised me, that we had a gentleman from the Joomla community who really said, described their process, which I think is the most different. They have no benevolent dictator for life, as we do in both Drupal and, and um uh, and WordPress. Um, it's a very community-driven process. Um, we talked uh, uh, a little bit about the backdrop process that has a project management committee, although the, the Apache mode. Is that right? I think it is. Um, so we talked about a couple of different ways that it's done. It's surprising to me that there are so many different uh, ways to do these things. Well, I, I guess maybe not surprising. We're all different communities, but you would think that there'd be a best practice that eventually evolved over the course of 20 years. I mean, that's, that's sometimes how things work out. And maybe that's what we should strive for. I, I think more events like this could help that. Uh, I remember talking to uh, Angie Byron once and said, you know, how often do we as a community get out and talk to other communities about things like governance? And uh, my recollection was, you know, that she said, admitted not often enough that we get very, uh, inter- have a lot of internal discussions, but don't talk enough to each other uh, across communities. And I think that's where the value of an unconference like this comes in. Um, we get a chance to talk to each other. And there seemed to be a lot of, um, at least I, I kind of felt that it was a very safe space where people were free to speak their mind. They were free to talk about what their experiences were and listen to others. So I generally got the idea that there was a, um, you know, great acceptance from the participants on the success of the, of the conference. Can you speak to, uh, Tim, can you speak to, you know, kind of what, um, what's next? Are we going to see another conference soon? Are there any similar kinds of events that, you know, you might be organizing with Wilbur or that, the, that you feel like the community wants? Um, what, what's your thoughts on that? Sure. So the first thing that was next uh, was just going out for a beer and playing a board game um, and chill it out. But uh, we had some discussions in the final session about what people, you know, what people thought we should do in the future. Um, there was definite, absolute uh, strong interest in, in other events like this cross community sort of unconferency types events. Um, 
people definitely like the format and want to see more of this kind of format, um, and, th and they like that cross-disciplinary type thing. Uh, we haven't made a firm decision on what comes next. I personally um, feel pretty strongly committed to doing something, um, another unconference like this. Uh, one idea that came up was something called Indie Camp, I think, uh, and the idea was that we do sort of an unconference like this, but focus the, the, the outreach on people who are just building websites. So either individuals, small businesses, uh, nonprofits that are looking to build a website and have questions about how to do that, and that there would be you know web designers and developers there as well, but um, that we would be talking about the problems and, and the challenges that, that, that users face in, in managing and, and building websites and then addressing it from that perspective. I think that could be a really cool idea. Um, I definitely would want to see the same cross-spectrum of platforms all, re all represented and maybe some others. Um, Wilbur and I have also talked about maybe doing a, a, an evening meetup where we try to work through, where we actually do some structured demos on the various different open source CMSs. So we're, we're, we'd love feedback on this. Uh, the initial idea is maybe we do a couple of um, evening presentations where we get three people representing three different CMSs to each get up and give a 20-minute demo and then do a Q&A after that and, you know, maybe do that multiple, you know, once a month until we get through all the open source CMSs. I would love to see that. Um, in fact, I had an idea as you were talking that sprung to mind. The last session was um, not the wrap-up session, but the CMS throwdown session that happened at the end of the unconference made me think uh, of kind of mini demo um, and your idea of having a demo night for CMSs could, I think that's very interesting. I almost feel like 20 minutes with a prepared presentation is too long. I almost feel like you should, not you should, but you would consider doing a mini demo style um, night where someone picks their favorite CMS, but they're not allowed to use slides, they're not allowed to have a, pre a prepared presentation, and they only get five minutes to demo how the CMS works and all of the best features. And that way you might be able to get through 10 of them or 15 of them in one night. You know that that sounds like a good idea, but you got to try and find these people that are <laughs> that are kind of representative of these different platforms. It was kind of interesting talking with everybody during that throwdown session that uh, people kind of had their preferred tools that they had used or CMSs they had used, and uh, uh, because of the nature of these things, you know, it takes a lot of commitment to know these kind of tools, and so. Uh, nobody know, knew more than, you know, really two or three of them in, in any detail. And so uh, I, I would have, after being in that session, I would almost be interested in having a structured session where you would really get a real concrete demonstration by somebody that would be like, here's this tool and here's where it's strong and here's where it's weak. And, and that you could even have the presenters share their slides so that uh, a person could go to a, uh, an event like that and really get uh, a really accurate consideration of these tools back to back and then be able to ask some questions, you know. And so maybe four or five of those in a night, you know, uh, 20 minutes or a half hour with Q&A after would be 
for me, that would be that would be interesting. But uh, I'm, I'm not trying to poo-hoo your idea of a, a, a kind of a kind of a kind of a speed dating throwdown. But <laughs> I, I'd love to go deep on something like that, and, and that's kind of what we miss because people would talk about things and, and somebody would ask a question and they said, uh, I'm not sure. I don't know that that CMS that well. I I think both formats could work well and I'm, I'm intrigued by both. So I definitely see the value of digging deeper, but I also like uh, Yvonne's idea. I would love to see a throwdown again, quite honestly. Maybe that's why I thought of the five minutes for each. Um, but I, I see the value of going deep into something as well. At that point, maybe 20 minutes isn't enough. That The throwdown was fun, and that kind of came up spontaneously. We had a little bit of time at the end of the day, and one of the participants said, hey, we haven't had that yet. And, and to be clear, for those who weren't there, uh, the throwdown sounds a little more aggressive and comp- uh, confrontational than it was. Uh, basically, we just sort of went around the room and let people talk about their favorite CMS and what uh, and what sort of makes it stand out from the others. And we, we covered, I think, pretty well Drupal, Backdrop, Word, well, uh, I think we actually, WordPress got underrepresented at that time of the day, uh, but Joomla and Concrete 5 uh, were the ones I think we covered. Oh, and Grav, uh, uh, that was a file-based uh, CMS. Yeah, I'd never heard of Grav before. I'm glad I was there. I did some... Um, some research afterwards and was happy to find that it's easy to use and might even use it for some personal projects in the future. It kind of looks interesting. Uh, what do you think you guys would do differently the next time you uh, do this kind of an event? Tim and I are we're excited to do this project and uh, uh, we thought, hey, let's just, let's just get this done and let's make it happen. And I think in our haste, uh, we picked up the ball and we ran with it. Uh, but we made a, a classic uh, error about including other communities. And that, that was the whole point of this, was trying to reach out to other communities. And I, our, our organizational technique was wrong from the start. It shouldn't have been two uh, Drupal-centric devs going at organizing an uh, open source uh, conference. We should have had somebody there from, you know, we should have a, a key person as a WordPress developer or organizer. We should have had somebody from, you know, Joomla. We should have had Michael Moore involved. And uh, uh, really to get buy-in from those other communities and really to let them do their magic and go out and reach their community and bring people in. And so our, it's just a classic sort of uh, inclusion error that we make, right? That we're, we're, we look too much alike and we need to find other people and, and that's going to influence our process. And change maybe, like, we know how we do Drupal events, but how do Joomla events happen and how would that have affected the process? So for the, for the next, you know, our, our work right now is to start organizing the next conference, which is going to be about organizing other groups and and having their say in how this thing works the next time around. One other thing that I, I'm not sure if we would do differently, but I, I want to talk more about is whether or not a weekend is the time to do this or whether or not there would be a, a better, a different audience for this on a weekday. I don't know. It's just something to think about because I think there's a, there's a whole group of people that just aren't going to give up a Saturday for this, but would love to participate. 
Yeah, that's the classic conundrum, isn't it? You have um, some companies and some agencies where the the Friday of the week works really well because you can take that day off and you can use your professional development time. Um, and then some organizations and some people um, can't make it during the week at all because they don't have access to that kind of thing. Um, so weekends work better for them. And and then there's yet another group where weekends are sacred to family time. And so you don't want to spend any time on the weekend doing, quote unquote, your job. So it's it's a tough thing to balance, I think. I guess you can um, experiment and iterate. Agreed. Yeah, you know, to be fair, too, uh, there's another aspect of the conference that uh, that I, w- I really thought we was nice, and that was that we had uh, uh, people of different uh, levels and abilities there. We had some new devs that were, like, asking questions about how do you do this how do you how do you build clients how do you how do you estimate business uh we had hardcore back-end developers we had front-end developers there so in that small group we had a pretty good mix you know project project managers project managers we really had that like that was a really good microcosm of the development world at our little camp there and that was really fun to hear other people talk about their side of these things. Now that you've done this unconference, how do you think your attitude towards um, TC Drupal Camp, the next camp that we have coming up in the Drupal community here in the Twin Cities, how do you think your view has been influenced or hasn't been influenced um, as to whether or not the camp itself might consider uh, changing formatting, changing pro- programming? Uh, that's a loaded question. So, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to ask a loaded question. I <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay. I, I like loaded questions. I have been a strong advocate for, for experimentation and, uh, and trying new things for a while. And, and there's been some growing interest, I think, in like trying to build maybe an unconferency portion into, into our camp in some way. But it's, the camp is, has got a lot of momentum and a, and, a, and a large group of people that are involved in, and uh, I think large dramatic changes in our camp are, are hard. So one of the things that came out of last year's camp was let's experiment in some other ways. And I think part of the reason we did this event was to experiment with it. And it's not just up to us, but other people uh, on the committee that were, were there on Saturday. You know, it would be interesting to see what they, how, how their mind has changed. Uh, I definitely like to see experimentation and, and, and ways of incorporating this. But, um, but th- we've got to convince more people. You know, the whole idea of this camp came from a session that I attended with Michael Babker, who's the Joomla guy uh, that was there at uh, our conference. And uh, I think after going through this, I think it would be a lot easier for Tim and I and people that were at the conference to identify things that would be of value to other developers. And uh, we certainly... Uh, provide those sessions as part of our camp. And I think now that we kind of see this, we can uh, make a value argument to people and say, hey, right, this is a Drupal camp, but come and it's a software camp and you'll you'll find out about local development 
you'll find out about uh, about other sessions that can potentially be part of that program, and that would be interesting. And right, we have a four-day camp for thirty-five or fifty dollars. Right, it's it's a great value, and I think people could uh, we, we could really sell that, and so we, we might want to think about that. I just I just wanted to add that in addition to sort of the idea of like incorporating more unconference into the camp. I think the other different idea that we did was the cross-platform. And I think there has been growing interest over the last couple of years about figuring out some ways that our camp can collaborate with uh, the Twin Cities uh, WordPress camp in particular. Uh, with this session, we might have broadened that out even more. And I think I think that's definitely an idea. You know, forget about the unconference for a minute, but just the idea about how the TC Drupal camp could cross-promote, cross-program, or even, you know, work WordPress into our camp is something that a lot of people are interested in. I like that idea of cross-pollination and getting um, communities that are so similar um, together, and maybe there's a WordPress track in the in the TC Drupal camp. Um, maybe another possibility is having one day of camp and one day of unconference. You can um, kind of, I guess, almost have the amount of work you need to do to organize. Or maybe it's not half, but it's certainly less organization where you have to have one day of programming as opposed to two, and you have an unconference on one of the two days. Um, but that's just me spitballing. I, <laughs> I certainly um, would defer to other opinions as well. I think they're good ideas. So, you know, Yvonne, Yvonne, with that, it sounds like you might be a great person to be one of the organizers for yeah. camp this year. <laughs> good call, Wilbur. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a very good call. Yes, I would certainly evaluate that, and um, we'll see what we can do. All in all, good unconference, lots of positive feedback. What are next steps you're doing with the attendees? Is there going to be a survey of some sort? I thought I saw you mention that or hear you mention that at the at the rap session. We talked about two things, one of which was actually surveying those who sort of signed up and didn't come to get a better sense of why why they didn't come because they obviously had an interest but weren't able to make it and a better sense from them about whether location, day of the week, or what was an issue. Um, we, we got some pretty good feedback from the people who were there. And I mean, one of the exciting things to see is that the people who came in the morning, most of them were still there at the end of the day. A few people had to leave early. but So we had pretty good feedback in that sense. The other thing we wanted to do was we have some notes, and, and I've asked some other people to go back and fill in those notes about what happened that day. And I'd like to get those out to all the participants and just give them a chance to sort of review them and maybe share those with the people who uh, who weren't able to attend as well. When do you expect to be sending that uh, that info out? The next couple of days. Okay, that's wonderful. Tim and Wilbur, thank you so much for spending your time with me again. Thanks for having us. It was fun. Yeah, thanks for getting the word out and uh, thanks for coming and participating. It was a, it was a great session. It was wonderful seeing you. Tim Erickson, you are ST Paul Tim on Twitter. That's St. Paul Tim on Twitter. Wilbur Ince, you're Wilbur on Twitter. That's W Y L B U R. And the Unconference has its own handle as well, and that's T C O S C M S on Twitter. Gentlemen, thank you for your time. You've been listening to the 107 podcast. Find us online at 107.com slash podcast. And if you have a second, do send us a message. We love hearing from you. 
Our email address is podcast at 107.com. Until next time, this is Ivan Stegich. Thank you for listening.